It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Cardi B is a uh, a rapper, a hip hop artist. She's uh, she's very popular. Her music is not really my thing, to be honest. Uh, but she also happens to be a convicted felon, I believe. Uh, we'll get into the uh, yeah. She was, I believe, convicted of assault, and um, that has raised a very interesting question having to do with hypocrisy. Do you remember Sal Greco? Sal Greco was a 14-year member of the New York City Police Department. And he was essentially drummed out of the department for associating with convicted felons. People like my friend Roger Stone and uh, Kristen Davis. Well, one of the things Sal Greco was saying is, well, if that's the protocol that the department is going to go by, if that's what the patrol guide said, if I get fired for this, why shouldn't the people that palled around with Cardi B get fired for this. Here to tell us about that and a whole lot more is uh, new, newly minted Florida resident, Sal Greco. Hello, Sal. Oh, good morning, Frank. It's good to, to be with you back on the show. And that's right. You know, Florida is a sunny place for shady people, as you know. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, very, very, very warm and hot down here. So, um, what are you doing these days? By the way, before we talk about what's happening with Cardi B and the um, and the police department, what are you what are you doing with yourself down there? Do you, are you working? What are you doing? Well, actually, Frank, it's 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 not easy to even try to get a job when your name has been dragged through the mud the way the New York City Police Department has done with me. Uh, it's not you can't get a law enforcement kind of job, even getting, a, you know, if you try to get a security job, you need to get licenses. And it's just it's not very easy when your name is all over the place, when they've uh, accused you of being, you know, quote unquote, an insurrection, an ex, uh, insurrectionist. And uh, there is no facts uh, based on this uh, accusation. But, you know, uh, you know, every day is a struggle here. But, you know, at least. You know, I'm not dealing with anything that uh, all the drama that uh, occurred in New York. Yeah. Well, I know when uh, Ron DeSantis was up here, he was uh, he was saying how they're offering a something like a ten thousand dollar bonus to New York police officers to relocate down to Florida and become cops down there. Is that something that you'd be eligible for at all? Uh, I, I think I could possibly attempt to uh, get a job like that. But the problem is because I was terminated by the NYPD. I see. That would that would be the issue. And they terminated me. There's no uh, what we would call a good guy letter. You know, you can't just transfer from one department to the next without a good guy letter. So because I was terminated in the way I was terminated, there's no there's no gotcha. chance of anything like gotcha. that. All right. Well, I know you filed uh, a lawsuit and uh, I, I actually think uh, you have a pretty good chance with this lawsuit. How's the lawsuit going? Give us an update on it. Uh, this is a lawsuit for uh, for wrongful termination, right? 
That is correct, Frank. So the uh, other day on, two, on Monday and Tuesday, we filed a um, an amendment to my lawsuit, and my lawsuit originally was for a wrongful termination, but we added a comparable argument to it. And as you know, Frank, so they have a rule in the New York City Police Department. It's a patrol guide procedure, and it goes, you cannot wrongfully and knowingly associate with someone who is likely to have engaged in or engaged in criminal activity. Their claim was that I, this person, for me, would be Roger Stone. They're saying Roger Stone is a criminal. Well, then I turn around and wrote, well, you ostensibly have terminated me stating this, and on top of it, you also wrote the police commissioner found that the findings by the judge in my NYPD department trial, the administrative trial, she stated that my continued employment in the New York City Police Department was detrimental to the police department due to my relationship with Roger Stone, therefore I must be terminated. Well, if that's the case, the other day, as you notice, Cardi B, who's a convicted criminal and a well-known gang member, a member of the Bloods, was ushered into a secure police facility despite all of this, and she was pictured with and twerking with all these people, all the employees of the New York City Police Department, whether they're officers or civilian members, and that is in direct violation of this rule because there are no exceptions. There's nothing that states community service or there's nothing that, 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 that allows this to happen. So then my argument is, is pretty simple. Then the police commissioner must know about this. There is nothing that happens without the police commissioners knowing in the NYPD. Just like a, uh, an organization, the structure, a CEO would have to know what's going on. It's the same thing in the New York City Police Department. So therefore... Mayor Adams is the only person that could fire the police commissioner. She has violated this rule, and therefore she should be terminated, along with every single person that works for the New York City Police Department came in contact with Cardi B. Yeah. Um, and if So we're talking with Sal Greco, uh, fired New York City Police Department. He's got a lawsuit against the department for uh, wrongful termination, and they've added this uh, comparable treatment situation regarding Cardi B. By the way, I think earlier I mentioned the fact that I thought Cardi B was a a convicted felon. Technically, that is not true. She is a convicted. She's convicted of two misdemeanors uh, for this uh, strip club assault case. So she's been pled guilty to two misdemeanors. And uh, she's not been convicted of a felony. And I guess that is a bit of a difference. So, uh, Sal, there are going to be some people that say, look, you're totally twisting the spirit of this rule in the patrol guide. You're hanging around with uh, Roger Stone, who was a pardoned uh, convict, and Christian Davis, who um, was convicted and did her time. And uh, Cardi B is visiting to as part of her community service as sort of a, kind of a mentorship situation. What do you say to people that say you're you're kind of splitting hairs by comparing the situation involving Cardi B to your situation? Well, actually, Frank, there is another rule that also states you can't wrongfully knowingly associate with someone who's part of a, a hate group or a prejudice group. So uh, the bloods would fall on that. She is still a self-admitted gang member, and she's also tweeted out things that were very adversarial to the police department. So you have that part. But then the argument is real simple. Then why can't we invite Roger Stone to the police academy and say Roger Stone should be giving a, a speech about you know constitutional rights and how 
we need law enforcement in our in our community to uh, you know for for protection. But I guess maybe Roger Stone doesn't twerk the same way Cardi B does because the whole premise of this is they're trying to moderate the content. It's what they're trying to say is Roger Stone is bad, Cardi B is good, and that rule that they have is has no exceptions. It doesn't say if someone is convicted of a felon a felony or this right. say this person was convicted. It says anyone who is likely to have engaged in or engaged in criminal activities. She is a convicted criminal. Therefore, there is no separating this. And and then if they're also going to say this Frank where they're saying, well, the chief of the police academy, she's the sole person to blame as the police commissioner is is kind of trying to say in the article here then it's further proof the rank structure is broken mm. under the police commissioner. Because as you know, Frank, it's a rank structured job. And trust me, I, w- I worked there for 14 years. You can ask anyone on the NYPD, including any supervisor, anyone that's high up. Nothing happens without a rubber stamp from the police commissioner. So to say that she has no idea this happened, where, you know, she the police commissioner, the police commissioner gets briefings every morning, just like the president does. For the United States, the police commissioner gets briefings every morning of all the, the, the whereabouts or anything that is going on inside the department and outside the department. To say she doesn't know that Cardi B was coming to the police academy is trying to take people for a ride. It's, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so it looks like uh, Juanita Holmes, the NYPD chief, of, a leading NYPD chief, I think the top ranking chief, is uh, getting disciplined a little bit for this Cardi B situation. Apparently, she's been drummed out of the NYPD, and sources told the New York Daily News that it, that uh, the fact that she invited Cardi B to a police event uh, got her in a lot of trouble, and the commissioner wanted her out. Also, the fact that she went directly to the mayor over Cardi B's head um, and tr- got got his permission to relax some of the department's physical training requirements, that led her to sort of run afoul of Commissioner Sewell, and now she's out of the NYPD, but she's landed on her feet because Commissioner, because Mayor Adams is now naming her commissioner of the city probation department uh that's a lot more of a glamorous exit than you got sal isn't it that, that is right frank but again this action is direct correlation from my lawsuit they won't just move a chief saying well you tried to change the one and a half mile run in the nypd and a physical requirement it's more of they're all named in this lawsuit so now frank you realize that now even Mayor Adams can be deposed in my lawsuit. The police commissioner will be deposed. Juanita Holmes would be deposed. It, this is opening up a can of worms with all their actions. So for them to even, it, it really, Juanita Holmes, unfortunately, is the NYPD and the police commissioner is trying to use as a scapegoat for what really is going on. Because either way you look at it, Frank, if you're trying to blame her, then it shows that the rank structure is clearly broken. And if you're trying to play stupid, really, there's no way this didn't happen without the approval of the police commissioner. And like I said, Frank, you can't associate with someone who's likely to have engaged in or engaged in criminal activity. So either way you look at it, if you're terminating me for this exact procedure, then how can you not terminate the police commissioner and every other officer 
and any other civilian member of the police department that came into contact with Cardi B. The rule is the rule, Frank. We can't have two standards. There's only one standard. That's so, why uh, in the Constitution. You actually think, and I think you might be right, that your lawsuit brought so much attention to this, that this was a clear violation of the patrol guide, that it, result in, it resulted in uh, Juanita Holmes being kicked out of the NYPD. That's right, Frank. I, and, and unfortunately, she's being scapegoated for this because really, Frank, I don't know how you would say that a chief of the police academy made this decision without no one above her, which is the police commissioner or someone in the police commissioner's office not signing off on it. It's unheard of. It's like saying we're going to bring someone into a company and not notify the owner of the company. That's just that that would never happen, especially such an organization as big as the New York City Police Department. It's a it's a law enforcement place. And Frank, the police, the police academy is a secure police facility. You know, there's there's there are weapons there. There's highly classified uh, documents, the NYPD there. There's all there's recruits. So there's all these new police officers. And you're going to bring a convicted criminal who's also a gang member and has literally fought police as if there's a video of her fighting them when they were arresting, uh, I believe, her husband or, or boyfriend. You're bringing this person to the police academy and you're telling everyone this is acceptable. So then why aren't you saying so? What, why is Roger Stone not acceptable? That that's really. I, I think it's a great. I think it's a great question and a great point. So Sal, you mentioned uh, the mayor, the police commissioner, Juanita Holmes. They could all be deposed as part of your lawsuit. What is the next uh, step in your lawsuit? What is the time frame for when we'll get to the point of depositions? Okay, so now uh, the the judge mooted their uh, motion to dismiss. Also, oh well, that's a big victory they, for you, I would think, that, right? Yes, yes. And they also uh, set a date for a conference. May 31st is when they were supposed they're going to sit down and this will begin the discovery phase of this. So this is where, you know, we're going to ask for all kinds of records, you know, at least five years worth, because believe me, Frank, this is at least 40 years of this kind of stuff happening. And this may have happened in, in, in the prior administration, meaning it could have been under the previous police commissioner and the previous uh, mayor administration. But it would show that there's always been a precedent here in the way they do things. Because also remember, Frank, they used an administrative code as far as a subpoena use in my case. And my case was criminal on paper, but yet they never conferred with the district attorney of the New York City and had a grand jury. They just used an administrative code, an administrative procedure, which was done inside of one police plaza. So and, and it was done illegally because they've also been told not to do this because they used it on New York, uh, New York Post reporters and so on and so forth. So that is a whole issue. That's another issue that under discovery, we will know exactly what they did. And this happens on May 31st. So, folks, this trial is set to go. It's mm-hmm. not a joke. It's not it's not you know, no one could just laugh at it anymore and say, oh, well, Sal Greco, he's just making the claim. And I know you know how Roger Stone is. Done. No. This is for real, folks. We're we're set to go on May thirty first. Well, it's uh, very it's very interesting, very exciting. It's a fascinating legal case uh, as well. Uh, I'm e- certainly eager to see what happens. Uh, Sal, it's great to talk with you. I know uh, you're coming up to New York soon. Uh, maybe our paths will cross in person. Until then, let's chat again soon. All right, and give my best to uh, our friend Roger Stone. Uh, of course, I will, Frank. And listen, anyone also anyone that wants to help me. 
You could go to helpthisnycop.com if you if you if you're inclined to try to help. But listen, everybody's prayers and your support it means the world to me, including you, Frank. I know you're you're my friend, and you know it means the world to me. The power prayer works. Truly, it's a spiritual thing that's going on. It's really helped me out, and I could see that the support that everyone's given me has pushed this to the level that it's at. Because what looked like was impossible now seems like it's going to be a fight all the way to the end. And that's it's great. A spiritual fight. That's great. Uh, right? and, Frank, and uh, I'll see you, Frank. When I, I got to come up there though, when you do have your softball event that you cheated on last time. I know we discussed <laughs> this. I'm coming there. I'm training every day, Frank. Just to, I'm going to play this softball game as you cheated and you know what you made up. You you scored six runs in that first inning, and then you changed the rules on us, and you ended up winning by three runs. Sal, so you know that you cheated. Sal, the best thing you could do is a, a, a little less time in the gym and a little bit more time at the batting cage. That would be my advice for you, okay? All right, Sal. Take it easy, touché, my friend. Touche, Take it easy. All right, Frank. All right, Sal, Sal Greco. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. We had this charity softball game in uh, at the end of summer, the beginning of fall. And um, a lot of a lot of, you know a lot of celebrities came and a lot of salute pseudo celebrities and Sal was one, and you know we were choosing teams and I wasn't the captain of either team, but the captain of one of the teams, Newsmax uh, TV host John Tobacco, he picked Sal and pretty early on because Sal he's built like he's built like a, a Greek god like if you've ever seen the wrestler Roman Reigns he looks exactly like Roman Reigns right. So you'd think he's something of an athlete. Sure enough, he is maybe the worst softball player I've ever seen. Couldn't catch anything, couldn't hit anything. I mean, a ball, it was one of those things where almost like when you'd play when you were in fifth grade, you would target trying to hit the ball to him because you knew if you got it to him, it would be an automatic minimum triple. Uh, My friend John said to me, he said, I'll tell you, Sal and one other person who played, I don't even think these guys ever even played a little league. So I'm glad to hear that Sal is training. Hopefully that's what uh, that that will mean that this uh, firing is a uh, a positive for him. All right. You want to comment on any portion of our show, please give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. Nine two two two. This is the other side of midnight. Straight ahead. The other side of midnight. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than fifty percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 